You're listening to Optional Opinions, the only podcast done by average dudes for average Joes. So quit listening, Maya. All right, so we're here to talk about House of the Dragons, Episode 5. I am one of the co-hosts, Brandon. Um, I'm Kyle, I guess. Are we doing that? Do we do that? Uh, I'm Davis, and I don't think we do that. We did it like in the very beginning, and I realized we probably should because like anyone that finds us is that have no clue what our names are. Yeah, no, you know, that's a good point. Should. We definitely should. You're you're definitely on the right here. Um, so I'm not going to edit any of that out. That's that's <laughs> this is authentic. Um, <laughs> this is how podcasts are made. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's just trying to reduce my workload. That's that's all I'm really doing. <laughs> Yeah, shout Disguised out to our editor Brandon. Authenticity. Who Thank is you. totally not this Brandon. We it was is a very big operation. Yeah, we have another Brandon. So there's a good guy. Yeah, there's another Brandon that we pay because of all of our Patreon subscribers. We do have a Patreon account. We do? Wait, actually? Yeah, I've never done anything with it. Um, but I did set it up. Sweet. <laughs> So if you want to subscribe to our Patreon account, I'll put the link in the description. Why not? <laughs> Sweet. Shout out. You could be you could be the the supreme platinum level. <laughs> I have okay, actually founder. Actually, that's the right yeah, you could be a founder. Let's let's go. I have a bunch of crazy tiers <laughs> that I set up. I had a ball with this one day. I was setting up a bunch of stuff um, for our podcast. That's when we got sponsored by Amazon for like half a second. Oh, um, I remember that. Good. Time. We technically Good still time. are, um, but I don't know. I just haven't. I've kind of forgot about it. Optional opinions Patreon. Let's see. All right, we got um, memberships. Um, okay, yeah. So here's the tier list. Here, the first tier list is for three dollars a month. Uh, the title of that tier is uh, Opinions Are Still Optional. And this is a blood oath. If you pledge $3 a month, you may never stop unless you really need to. But other than that, you may never stop. <laughs> if you are subscribed for a whole year, you will be granted an this optional... trying to get us in legal trouble over here. <laughs> <laughs> if you are subscribed for a whole year, you will be granted an optional Opinions NFT. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now we're talking... Um, the next tier is <laughs> for $5 a month, slightly less optional opinion. This tier will make your opinion slightly less optional in all aspects of life and all benefits from optional opinion, optional mm, that's a from opinion, still optional. So, will that like, work with my wife? Uh, that is, uh, yeah, you have to sign a legal doc that says that we are not liable for any, <laughs> oh, <dang. laughs> uh, and then there's a $20 per month tier. Uh, this is least optional opinion. And you will forever be able to gloat to your friends and family and random strangers on the internet that you have the least optional opinion. So, yeah, That's subscribe that. to That's our... Yeah. <laughs> subscribe to our Patreon. I like, so you just, get, you just get an NFT with the first tier and then nothing else for any of the other <laughs> tiers. Well, no, it all benefits... Uh, <laughs> From the previous tiers apply, so like oh good good uh, the NFT Everybody is would get an you NFT. get 
You would get the NFT. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good with the copy paste function, so I can whip out some. Uh, so yeah, I forgot about that. Oh no! I wonder if it's not like public. At the very least, it'll be public by the time uh, this podcast posts. I don't know. I just in the search thing, I said optional opinions, and there's a uh, bunch of people trading options, <laughs> <laughs> like for stocks. So, uh, right. Yeah, yeah. We got, I got it. <laughs> we just have to compete with all the insider traders. <laughs> as well. Yeah, that's not that's no big deal. It's what are called pickles options. Ooh, that sounds fun. Dang, I might subscribe to that one instead. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know why it's not posting, but uh, that will be figured out. Like I said, by the time this podcast airs, we're we're leagues ahead of where I thought we were. So shout out to Brandon. Yeah, thanks, Brandon. Should we, should we get into it? I wasn't I wasn't in I wasn't here for the last episode, which is a bummer, but. I feel like I missed a good one to chat about. Yeah, it was uh, Davis and I didn't really have anything to say. It was like a 20 minute episode. Wait, actually? <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I'm joking. Oh, I was like, I haven't, I haven't listened to it yet. So I, I will listen to that one. I will listen to that one. Actually, it'll be the first <laughs> one I've listened to, but. First one ever. Maybe I shouldn't out myself. <laughs> I, Davis, do you listen to them? I just feel weird listening to myself talk. Yeah, so. I don't. Sometimes I haven't listened to all of these. I'll listen to like some of them about the movies, but I don't know. I I've listened to some. I I definitely listen to the ones that I'm not on, which is sometimes kind of frustrating because I'm used to hearing you guys talk and then being able to say stuff <laughs> respond and there's so many times where you guys are like you know somebody forgets a name of somebody and i'm like that's not it that's not it like <laughs> just, yeah i feel like we definitely need you for that <laughs> like we i remember when we uh we did the one uh with chris pratt that movie tomorrow world and uh we were calling the monsters white claws yes. or something like yes. that so <laughs> that's right didn't even know the whole time <laughs> uh all right we <laughs> now so, that real quick what did you think there. of the last episode but not this not episode five episode four just give us your uh synopsis my synopsis let's see um i kind of enjoyed it i kind of enjoyed uh seeing rainier's rebellious side i guess per se i don't know how you d- described it but I think it's really her starting to go her, I guess she's always been kind of rebellious or whatever, but I felt like that was really the start of her going her own direction and doing whatever she wants. And so I think uh, that's exciting. And yeah, I felt like this episode that we just watched followed it up really good. And I'm excited to talk to you guys about it. Um, But I guess full disclosure, I watched it like I was traveling for work last week and so i was working really weird hours and you know probably was half asleep while watching it so i don't know how valid my opinion is on that episode anyway (laughs) well it's always optional so true true unless you subscribe to our patreon correct unless you unless you you get that special tier (laughs) um but yeah so this episode we started out with um wow i'm blanking on how i watched i watched it so long ago a whole 24 hours 
Um, how did this episode open up? Great podcasting, guys. Uh, this is top tier. They started. Oh, it didn't it start. Uh, they were on the ship. Yeah, yeah, because he was going to pitch the the marriage between the two. <clears throat> so yeah, it started them on their way. The king like puking is disgusting. This man is unwell. <laughs> Although I guess that could just be seasickness. Yeah, but I mean the rest. I feel like, I mean, he collapses at the very end. Yeah, I feel like uh, just general quick thoughts. Man, I thought I thought this episode was a banger. I don't know about you guys. It was, yeah, it was, it was good. I, I think you know, there's a lot of. It's hard for me not to be uh, let down simply because I want to see, like, I want to know everything that's happening. You know, uh, so so like when the episode ends, I'm like, I'm kind of mad because I'm like, what the heck? I wanted to, like, what happens next? But uh, you're right. I, I thought it was a pretty good episode. Yeah, no, I thought it was great. Um, I thought the emphasis they put on the queen, um, Hightower's daughter, was just phenomenal. Um, she was probably one of my favorite parts of this episode. Um, well, there's a lot of good stuff, but just like her whole entrance in the like at, towards the end was just it was phenomenal. Yeah, the the score. I don't know if you guys. I don't really like I don't pay attention to scores very often but like the score in this episode was phenomenal like and I feel like it really has to be good for me to notice it because <laughs> usually I just I it doesn't register with me at all but it was it was great this episode yeah I guess I didn't really notice so that's that's interesting I yeah I, I'm I'm sure you're right I feel like the with the budget that they have they better have a good score though. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm actually I'm looking at IMDb, and did you guys know that this most recent episode right now is the highest rated on IMDb? I did I not know it, I, but I totally that's believe. that's my personal opinion as well. Which so it, I agree. It looks like so that could go away. Right now it's sitting at a nine point two. Lowest rated is the second episode with an eight point four. Um, the first episode has fifty six thousand reviews, fifty seven thousand, and it kind it kind of slowly goes down. Fifty six, fifty seven thousand. Second episode has forty two thousand. It's like forty one point six. Then fourth episode has twenty eight thousand, and then this one only has fifteen thousand. So does it does it go does it go in terms of highest rated? Is it five three one four two? Five, three, uh, wow, it is. That, oh, let's go. <laughs> That's my personal opinion. That's my rating. So I'm, I'm, I'm nailing it. I'm nailing it. Kyle's on fire. Yeah, that was, that was impressive. Way to go, Kyle. Thank you. Thank you. And would you guys, would you guys say the same? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I don't know. Not not for me, but definitely for our viewers. You should say them one more time. <laughs> <laughs> Five, three, one, four, two. 
Um, so this last one was my favorite. Second favorite was the one with the battle. First episode was my third favorite. Um, yeah, and then yeah. between the second I, episode I think, and last I episode, I thought they were pretty on par. Uh, they were pretty, pretty. I mean, mostly boring. Yeah, really. What I enjoyed most about the last episode was the Rainier portion where she's out, you know, kind of escaping the town or escaping the whatever. <clears throat> which yeah. was, yeah, I guess, I don't know. Yeah. Not that much happened other than that. So, yeah. Well, I think, I mean, it was just interesting, kind of like you said, like that it started setting up what's happening now. Or I think that was like, like you said at the beginning, like that was the, kind of instigation of her starting to become her own person. I mean, like, this is what, uh, like, you know, this is what I want. These are, and this is how I'm going to get it. And uh, it kind of turns into, and then we see that kind of continuation of this in the fifth episode where she starts, like, she, like, she's actually up, kind of like making political moves with uh what's his name laren uh valerian i think or leon i don't know starts with an l uh but he like she's actually kind of say like hey so i know that we don't actually really want to be married to each other but let's just uh you know like we we can still get married that's fine do the, do our duty but also like there there's this is politically advantageous so we should still do it but there's a way for us to get what we want out of uh out of this relationship even even though like that's not supposed to be the main goal so i think that was it was cool to see that out of her because it's kind of some like that's a side of her that we've been that we've suspected is there but we haven't really seen much of until uh, recently. I found it odd um, on why they traveled there to begin with. Like they, they even kind of mentioned it like the, the queen that never was, uh, was talking about how like it was so pathetic that the king would come to like basically beg for their son's hand or essentially like why didn't he maybe i missed something why didn't he have them like haul them towards like i thought i thought it was landing yeah because i thought for i guess i don't know if this is accurate but the reason the two reasons that i thought when it was happening is one i think the king knows that he probably doesn't have that much longer to live so he's trying to be expedient on in these things and so i think that was part of it yeah because sending a messenger there and then having them wait to come back, you know, it would have just taken probably double the time at least. And then also, I think, I think he realizes that the decision he made on who he married probably wasn't the correct decision. I think this is also partly him kind of admitting to that as well. Gotcha. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. So yeah, he's he's dying fast. And then we all I don't know if you remember this, I think in the second episode we all said um that the king was gonna be dead by the fifth episode. And we are kind of right. Assuming that him collapsing 
is actually uh, like that's actually what is happened. Like he, it's him dying. Yeah, he's probably gonna still be like alive at the very beginning of the next episode, but like die very short. I would imagine. No. Yeah, I think so. Well, yeah, I think there's a couple things that could happen. They have him die at the beginning of next episode, or this is where their time jump just happens. Like, boom, now we're 10 years in the future, or whatever, however many years the next time jump's going to be. I could see them just doing that, because they kind of tied everything up pretty nicely in terms of that episode with the marriage already happening, the king possibly dying and they already set up, you know, who takes what's name. And so I don't know, I could see them doing a time jump like off the bat. Yeah. Um, did either of you, I'm guessing not. Did either of you watch the preview for the next episode as well as the inside the episode? I did not watch the preview. I skipped that, but I did watch the inside the episode. Okay. Kyle, did you uh, did you watch either of those things? I'm gonna be honest, I didn't even know that they were doing that for every episode. So, so. I didn't know there was that either. <laughs> so no, I didn't. Davis literally informed me of, of bit about this the last episode because I always shut it off as soon as the preview sh- starts up because I don't want to. I don't want to see it. Like I'd rather yeah. just go in like blind. I hit back. I hit back as soon as them credits roll. <laughs> okay, so Davis, if you know anything about the preview, I I think you should abstain. From talking. Well, yeah, that's that's why I was <laughs> confirming. I think maybe there's some interesting stuff uh, that the people need to hear about, though, because I don't. If, if you guys both just want to like go away for a second, and I I have something to say. But I I mean, can't you just say it like the next episode? Yeah, I guess I could. But it'd just be more fun to say it now. I can wait. It's fine. Anyway. uh, How many people are going to be so mad that (laughs) they don't get to hear? I mean, it's Brandon's fault. So No, I know. I know. It's just, it's one of those things where like when someone's like, oh, I have something to tell you, but I'm not going to tell you. It's just like, it drives me crazy. (laughs) Well, we have on average about five people listening per episode, so... Shout yeah, out. That's, You're that's one of the five. Many? That's what's up. Uh, we appreciate you. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I do think, um, well, I feel like now I can't even make any predictions because you guys will be like, well, did, did you see that in the preview? Or are you just guessing? Is this an informed decision? Nah, I'll trust, I'll trust you. I'll trust you. Okay. Well, I won't read into it. I think, I mean, just we're this far in the season and knowing that, um, the like knowing that there are there is eventually going to be a time jump. I feel like it doesn't make sense for the time jump not to happen. Like especially Kyle, like you said, I feel like we've you know multiple episodes we've we've said yeah you know it feels like they're kind of set up now. Everything's pretty ready to go uh, for the time jump. I think we said that at the end of last episode maybe uh or maybe two episodes ago so like i think it's if they're gonna do it i think it's time that they do um unless they really want to 
like wait for unless they really want to do it like just at the very end of the uh, season, and which kind of sucks for the those. Actors. I, I hope they don't do that. Yeah, now is definitely the time. Yeah, you're you're right. So, and I think like I you're right, especially now. I think it's we're set up more uh, for like the the high auto high tower telling Allison like you got to make sure that uh Aegon is prepared to rule because otherwise the realm is going to fall apart if Rhaenyra is queen and um like I so I think th- this would be a good place to time jump and see uh Rhaenyra's queen but also she's kind of having to deal with this because right now, like everybody knows, you know they're they're not going to put a three year old or however he is on the throne when the king died. Like I guess they could, but Rhaenyra, like Rhaenyra, has a very solid claim, and therefore, like it, you know, just the three year old being like, you, it's kind of hard to argue for. Yeah, we should have the <laughs> we should have the three year old up there. Uh, but if he's older, like 16 or 17 or whatever, and, uh, is well liked by the people, then I could definitely see that being a, um, a big problem for Rhaenyra. I also think just in terms of, of the time jump too, is like, it's very impressive how good, like young Rhaenyra and Allison are because like they're killing it. And if you think about it, like I guess for their first season, you know, they did have so much money and they probably could do extensive casting, but like, you know, they're not cast for the long term. They're just cast for, you know, five, six, seven, whatever episodes until they time jump, you know, it's like they very easily could have just gotten, and whatever like she'll do or you know the, yeah. the young people they're, they're fine it's only you know x amount of episodes so i'm very impressed with like the young cast overall because like they're really killing it yeah i will say though i think like i don't i think even after the time jump that's not the last we're gonna see of these young actors i feel like there is like game of thrones loves to do uh you know kind of especially it's kind of a necessity i feel like to have flashbacks of like, remember this happened and like, this is what we're talking about. Um, so I feel like, like we're definitely going to see less of them, but I think we're still going to see them sometimes in, you know, certain, uh, certain scenes. Yeah, for sure. But like, I, I guess I'm saying in the grand scheme of things, like they're going to end up being a pretty small percentage of screen time. Yeah. If we get, you know, I don't know, six, seven, eight seasons that, you know, half of one season. But yeah, I just think, I think they're killing it. Which I yeah, guess we've probably said multiple times. So it's, they definitely uh, have a bright future in front of them for Hollywood. So I'm excited to see them in other stuff. Definitely. Although, do you think this might be bad? Cause like, I mean, I guess Kit Harrington kind of does it to himself cause he keeps like, he looks like Jon Snow just around. He, like he has the kind of long hair with the beard and everything. Um, but everything I see him in, like when he was in Eternals, I think 
I and everybody else watching that movie was like, oh, it's Jon Snow. Like, he's a history pro- professor now. Isn't that cool? <laughs> um, yeah, besides, like, just wanting the movie to end, that's basically all I was thinking during that movie as well. <laughs> People hated that movie so much, and I don't understand. I thought it was fine. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was fine. I thought it was, it was an average Marvel movie, to be honest. That's how I felt, but. Uh, it's it's probably one of the worst ones they've done, in my opinion. Dang, shots fired! All right, back to back to House yeah, of anyway. Dragon. <laughs> what did you guys think of the the arc of Sir Kristen Cole? He took quite the character arc this episode. Yeah, I was I was a little confused, um, more than a little confused, because like he seems like a very honorable, upstanding guy. And you know, that's like how he's portrayed throughout the whole of the show. And then just, he, all of a sudden he just kind of snaps and I don't know like where that came from, or I guess, you know, maybe we'll find out in this next episode that he's, and I know the guy like said, you know, something to him, but I don't know what that would have like, <laughs> It's not. I think he just he just kind of. It seems like he just walked over. Was like, I don't like you, and then punched him, and then kept punching him until his face was all gross. Yeah, that was disgusting. I was not ready for that. I I expected like a bruised face and like be like, oh yeah, he can he can come back for that, and then nope, (laughs) it's not what we got. Yeah, not in the least bit. Yeah, I'm very happy because April wasn't looking at the screen like the split second they showed it. And I was like, <laughs> okay, you cannot look back up at the screen. You cannot look. It was disgusting. Yeah, that, that was intense. Um, I think they just wanted to make sure that you remembered you were watching Game of Thrones. Yeah. Because um, we hadn't seen anything like that. like that in a while. We're watching this. <laughs> yeah, watching this show where like. The very first episode was pretty gory and there was like sex and stuff. And then you didn't really see much of it until of course the last episode, like, Oh yeah, (laughs) this is game of Thrones. And then, you know, kind of like you said, like this, it's another where you're like, Oh yeah, this isn't just about like this show isn't just politics and stuff. It's also kind of gross sometimes. Yeah. I, I'm also curious to, to see if they'll show us a little more insight into the, immediate beforehand of that because i mean it's clear he was you know there's a lot of internal wrestling going on with how you know he's how he's degraded himself to whatever and he's more honorable than that and then you know being reduced to you know a whore and in that one conversation they were having and then just having to keep all these secrets and then it coming out to the queen like clearly this man's going through a lot internally just like mentally so I'm not surprised that he snapped, but I would I would like to know. I hope they show us if you know the little snippet beforehand what exactly went down. Yeah, I I I will say I was surprised that like he, I was and I wasn't surprised that he admitted um, that to the queen. Um, like the whole time, like I I had a feeling just because of how vague she was being, he was going to admit to the thing and not realize like what she was asking. Um, and I don't know. There's a part of me that thought he might lie for her. 
um, just because he'd asked her to like basically run away with her. So I don't know. That did shock me, but I think, like you said, he is a very an honorable person. So like, yeah. at the same time, it doesn't, but it's like, it could have been either or I feel I like. I think if she would have agreed to run away with him, then he like, he would have lied for her and done whatever, assuming that they're even in that position. They hadn't gone away yet. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I think at that point he like, he is feeling kind of dejected and uh, just kind of like, yeah, this really sucks. Like, you know, I thought, I thought that she loved me more than the power and uh, stuff. And I, I guess she doesn't, you know, poor Sir Kristen, <laughs> poor buddy. I mean, just, he, he did kind of do it to himself. He did, it's yeah. Not, <laughs> like, it's not like he's just, just some random victim, you know. He could have just walked away, so. That's also true. I still, I still feel bad for him. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, he took quite the turn this episode, and yeah. It, it was. It, I was a little surprised. I wasn't expecting that. I yeah. thought for sure. I thought for sure he, he was dead. I thought at for sure. End? Yeah, like, I thought for the, sure. So you didn't think that he was at risk of like getting killed? You thought he was he was gonna do it? Oh, one hundred percent, did. Yeah, same. I, I I was, yeah, I thought he was a goner, and I was really saddened by that. But then I was no longer sad. <laughs> yeah, because well, he did not die. Spoiler alert! In case uh, any of you haven't watched it, <laughs> I I think. Well, I guess here's a question: Do you think? Uh, what do you think Allison is going to do about that information? Because she is very like, she made a bold statement about, you know, like her wearing the green dress and all that. Like it, it was a very like, Hey, I'm here. Um, I'm not just like, I have my own intentions and whatever. Um, do you think she's going to, Try like how could she use that situation to her advantage? Because the king, like I feel like if she talks to the king, like the king's not really going to be able to do anything. And at this point, especially if Rhaenyra ends up becoming the queen, she's going to have so much power that it doesn't really matter. Um, so I think the only power that she really has is over uh, Chris and Cole. I think, yeah, it's going to be one of those things where it's like kind of like blackmail and she's going to keep that over his head. Um, and she would be like his, maybe his spy or something like that. But I think you could also, um, she could spread like, quote unquote, slander or rumors about her and her um, legitimacy, like trying to, um, trying to make a play for her son to take the throne, you know, that is true. it could le- delegitimize her. I could, yeah, I could see it like a very, very easily for a Nira has kids being like, you know, actually this kid isn't even the son of the king and the queen. Like the queen has this other guy. How do we know it's not? Uh, you know, this, this knight's kid, all this stuff. That would be, that would be interesting. Yeah. I, I, that's a good question just in terms of how is she going to use him 
to her advantage because that's yeah it'll be very interesting i feel like early it's, on in the yeah. season she would not have uh oh for sure and, yeah like, she's definitely now, had a big arc this episode yeah, too now so. she's like yeah i'm my like my best friend basically got my dad kicked out for like i thought i believed her but turns out she was lying and now i'm kind of defenseless in this court um because the king is dying and i don't like i I don't have many fans anymore um so what'd you guys think of the um i don't remember his name the son of the hand the new hand oh the little rat the little rat guy (laughs) sure (laughs) (laughs) he reminded me of uh that one that guy in arcane you know what I'm talking about? Silco? Um the main bad guy? No, the the one that was like the scientist. Oh, Victor? I think it was Victor. I never watched it. So. The the one who's living with the this the the salamander type thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I th- he kind of came out of nowhere, but yeah, I do I do think he's going to play a big part, especially with just kind of you know being the ultimate observer, like he kind of portrayed himself as. And who would I like? Kind of similar, I think he could play a role, kind of similar to Victor. The- <laughs> no, the, <laughs> uh, the you know the bald guy in Game yes, of Thrones I'm who just kind of had his hands and everything. Yeah, the spider. What? What's his name? Vasaris. Oh, okay. <laughs> what did, what his did his yeah. nickname was the Spider. I don't think it was. Oh, in the interesting. Show. I don't remember was that. It? it was in the show. Yeah, they called him the Spider all the time. Okay. Well, whatever. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember that. But but it, I feel like he could play a similar role. Yeah, definitely. In this show, so I I I think he could have a really good uh, future, and just in terms of. Well, he's kind of already started, you know, planting seeds and and manipulating things how he wants them to go. So, yeah, and it's interesting. I guess that is another question because how does that benefit? I mean, it's not really. I don't think it's really an, a way that, um, like, I don't think he really wanted to see her dad not be the hand and whatever. But I think he did want Allison to think of him as a trustworthy source of information. So like, I think he's playing the real long game and which is interesting that he's siding himself with the queen. Um, because I feel like she's not very, like she doesn't have a ton of power in her own right. Um, no, but I mean, most of the court, um, and even the common people want Aegon to be, the king and not her. Yeah. And so if you just do it by like sheer numbers, he's kind of just aligning himself with the way he thinks the course of events. Like he, he probably assumes there's going to be some sort of uh, internal conflict or civil war or something. And, you know, I mean, yeah, that's true. If I was a betting man, I would in his place, I'd probably do the same, like put my money where with, uh, with Aegon as opposed to yeah. uh, Rhaenyra as well. Just based off of what everyone else is saying about her. That's true. 
Yeah, plus Allison's like going to be the one to raise the kid and ultimately the kids, you know, whatever the kid wants is probably going to be what Allison wants. Yeah. Kind of like Cersei and Tommen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, pretty much. So I think I think it'll be very similar to that and I think he recognizes that, so. What other what other big events happened? I feel like there's a lot in this episode. So okay, w- there was one. Did you guys ever watch Schitt's Creek? I, oh yeah, I love Kenzie that show. I'm it. actually rewatching okay. it right now. I've seen so, episodes you, of it. I haven't seen all of it. Do you remember the scene um, where they talk about like the bottle of wine, like white wine and red wine? No. <laughs> no, that's like no. such a. <laughs> I don't it's, know. No, I it's don't. The one where they're talking about whether or not he's gay or not. Like him and um, I forget all their names because it's been so long since uh, the main guy, uh, David, David uh, and um, his... the girl that runs the motel. Like there was like oh. a whole scene and it was like a pretty like popular scene that like they were talking about whether or not he was straight or gay. Or I feel like I vaguely remember or I've seen that scene before or I've seen it quoted or something. Yeah, basically they were saying like he's like I she was trying to figure out if he was gay and he's like, Oh, well I like most people like red wine and I like red wine and white wine. And you obviously just like white wine kind of that. It was like that. And it was like the whole thing with like the, the goose and the duck. Yeah. I, I, it felt like to me that they like kind of ripped it off of Shit's Creek or it was an homage to Shit's Creek, <laughs> but maybe that's a thing that's like, uh, more common, but it's, I've only ever seen that kind of thing done in Schitt's Creek. Yeah. I feel like it's just such an easy way to talk around it without actually saying it. Right. I feel like it's just one of the easiest ways. So yeah. it wouldn't be, it wouldn't surprise me if that's a common way for shows and, and probably even real life, honestly, you yeah. know, when people want to talk around something, I, I think that's, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. It is. I think, I think it was, I think it's a good way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's for sure. It is really interesting. I mean, I don't know. I guess it makes sense. But I just think it's funny that in this show where you can go to a brothel and, like, it's fine or you can, uh, like, more, like, there are very few, seems like, morals to, to speak of that, like, homosexuality is still a very outlawed like taboo thing even to talk about, you know, it just seems like, I don't know. I don't know if necessarily it's like taboo because it's like outlawed or anything. They all seem pretty fine with it, but I think it was more of along the lines of like they're young kids and it's awkward to talk about sex. Yeah. Well, I think I'm trying to remember, uh, cause remember it's kind of the same thing that happened uh, with it wasn't Stannis. Who was the other Baratheon? Oh, yeah. I guess you are right. There is a little bit of taboo. That was Renly. Renly, yeah. And like, <laughs> it, like I remember uh, her being like, "Hey, like this is fine. Just like we need an heir. So like you know, you you like I don't care whatever you do, but I like we we need to have." kids basically um yeah so it's i don't know it's interesting that i wonder if it is more 
that idea of like, well, like if you're doing that, that's not producing any heirs. So there's no point. Like if it's more of a king type of. I don't think so. I mean, I mean the the father straight up. You know, he said the classic line that probably. You know, it's a face so he'll grow out of. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Like, I feel like that made it pretty clear that it was uh, something to be looked down upon. Yeah, maybe. Um, I took that as more of like, yeah, like I guess maybe it, looking down on it to some extent, but it's more of like hopeful that like he'll want a wife so he can have like several kids so he can like continue their um, dynasty, yeah, or whatever. That's how I yeah. took that, but I guess, yeah, I, I, you can I, interpret it that way. I yeah. don't know. I don't think you write those lines, like, as a writer and mean it to be, oh, yeah, they just, I just want them to have kids. Uh-huh. Like, that was so clearly yeah. a reference to however many kids have actually heard that from their parents, yeah. you know? Like, it, it, you don't pick those lines if you're trying to get across that. Yeah, oh, you're probably I just right. want them to have kids. But I guess that's kind of metagaming a little bit i don't know <laughs> maybe he just didn't seem like he was like that upset about it just more of like hope hoping but i guess yeah i can see that yeah yeah i just think i just think the choice of words was very specific from a writer's standpoint that it, it's a pretty clear what they're you know um referencing yeah yeah so i do know that like um s- some of the like religious lore like in game of thrones i know that the targaryens when they invaded kind of took the power that the church had like completely away like they basically stripped them and they they don't have like any power and that was one of the things plot lines of game of thrones with like um i forget the the priest's names but it was like the birds or something like that um cersei sparrows something yeah um cersei gave them power it was like part of her political play um she regave them a bunch of power um that the targaryens had taken from them so uh but i know they seem pretty much they they seem pretty adamant that it's bad um is there anything else i don't I don't know if there's a ton of other things to talk about. I guess, yeah, really the the only thing is the almost could have been once again between Damon and Rhaenyra. Oh, yeah. I thought I thought that was pretty interesting, especially just how public it was. And so I, I wonder if they're just going to play that off like, oh, it was really crowded. Nobody actually saw what was happening or if it's going to be one of those subplots that you know, grows larger in future episodes. And well, I, mean, I was, I was very surprised too at how quickly they got married. The shotgun wedding. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That it was just like, Oh, this guy's dead. So we need to get married now. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> well, I, 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 I was, didn't really understand why it was so I, fast. I all think of a sudden. part of it is just because like, you know, he was planning this huge feast and he was like, we already had this weird, like mishap let's just like we'll just get them married so that we know it's done and we don't have any other like the possibility of any other weird stuff happen like it's kind of like um 
you know, we already had an attack or tensions are already high. So let's not, let's not make the possibility, like, let's not drag this out. Let's just have this wedding and then we can deal with stuff later. We can, like, we have more or, yeah, to send I guess, people home. Yeah. That, that also, I guess, just, I don't know why I didn't think of this when it was happening, but I guess the king very much saw what was happening between Rhaenyra and Damon, and so I'm sure it was also him being like, yeah, that's not happening. They're getting married right now. It was also yeah. That, and, like, he, he started, like, bleeding from his nose or, like, coughing up blood or something like that, and he, he's probably concerned. He just wants to, like, make sure that the, if he was to die, like, within, like, the next couple of hours, like, she would be well established with like good allies for her reign, you know? Yeah, that's true. It's probably like a, a multifaceted decision, um, <laughs> but probably mostly, mostly to do with those two points. Oh, the thing we forgot, we haven't talked about yet, or maybe not forgot, but just haven't touched on is Damon's wife. Dude, she was awesome. I was so upset. Oh, yeah. So cool. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, like, yeah, she's such a cool character. And it's like, we get her on screen for what, one, two minutes? Like, come on. Yeah. She seemed dope. So, I, I that's uh, I, my biggest, I'm bummed mostly about it. Dude, like, her leather armor was so cool. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but it was, it was, it was beautiful. And like, just her whole character is just great. Yeah. And then she got her back snapped in half <laughs> yeah i think i mean brandon did you watch the inside the episode this time i did yes okay so yeah i was like they said at the inside the episode they're like you know we've been talking about referencing this character for so long we figured like the best time to meet her is uh right before she dies basically and i was like that's lame but you know, it, like, it makes yeah, sense, it makes sense <laughs> writing wise, because you know you can't really spend that much time on so many of these stories. Like you can with Game of Thrones when you know you have like eight seasons to work with. But House of the Dragon, you know, there's only two seasons. If if you know that you're not planning on keeping her around, it would be Wait, hard. Only two se- well, we know that the second season is greenlit. I don't know if they're. Oh, okay. I, I thought it was like a limited series kind of thing, no, like two two seasons. I don't, I don't think so. Okay, got it. I just wanted to clarify. Yeah, but like, especially in the uh, the first season when you're trying to get everybody interested and hooked, it's hard to be like, yeah, let's go spend you know however much screen time on this story. Who, yeah, like maybe now that this has happened, maybe we're gonna see more of her cousin that showed up to the wedding and went to Damon and was like, Hey, you suck. And he's like, Oh yeah, I don't care. Also, uh, I own all of your stuff now. So, uh, like we, we might see more of him and we get it set up a little bit more, but I like, I understand writing wise, there wasn't a reason to include her, but at the same time, I was sad that she wasn't in more stuff. Yeah. Same. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Well, you know, why build up a, a big character if you're just going to kill her off right away? And Yeah. Could have been cool. Could have been cool, though. <laughs> that is very true. Could have been really cool. We've gone pretty long talking about Game of Thrones um, or House of the Dragon. So I do want to talk about 
Lord of the Rings for just a bit, but I do got to get going here shortly. Um, so did you guys watch the newest episode or no? Yes. I have. Yes, I have. Okay. So this was probably my favorite episode of the Rings of Power. Oh. Um, I don't know about you guys. Um, was it because you got to see I think, parts of the flooding of Numenor? Um, that was a plus. Uh, the visions were pretty cool. Um, I think it mostly had to do with that there was no Harfeet in it. <laughs> Wait, um, what the heck? You don't like them? Dude, they are complete jerks, dude. I think they're fun. They are like the worst people in this world. Like they are like leaving people behind that have no family, that have a broken foot. Like they just they're jerks. The whole like I don't understand like the culture that the hobbits like eventually get to just does not resemble what there is like they currently have. And I get like cultures evolve over time, but like they just it doesn't seem related besides that they have they're small. Like that's the only comparison. Um, and they're just, I don't know. They're so annoying to me. Isn't, isn't that part of it though? Like that's just like, I don't know. That's just part of their culture. Like, yeah, they're bogus to one another, but that's just like part of them. <laughs> I really enjoy the, I don't know. I, I enjoy it. No, I, I, they're just complete jerks. I have no sympathy for that that group at all like i mean yeah it sucks that um i don't even know any of their names um but female frodo and female sam like they uh they're fine they're just a copy and paste of literally frodo and sam um nothing interesting is going on besides presumably gandalf um you think that's gandalf i don't but most most of the internet does um I've I think I've heard that people uh well I have a friend who's very into the books and she was like I would be very mad if that was Gandalf because he's he would be way too early in the timeline. She was like, if it's Saruman, yeah, well, fine. But No, it better not be Saruman. Um But if if it's I, I they've already messed the time with the time so much. Like it's not outside of the realm of possibility that it's Gandalf. I would rather it be one of the blue wizards, but um, I don't know if they're going to do that. So, um, but yeah, anyways, I, I, the Harfoots just are annoying to me. All that to say. <laughs> so this episode right. was great. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, Brandon, go ahead. It's you are in the minority. Um, I'm looking on IMDb right now. Every episode has a 7.3. The fourth one has a 7.2. Oh, dang. dang. <laughs> so, which is kind of funny because like House of the Dragon, it went... Uh, th- the lowest, like I said, was I think 8.4. But it was like, you know, anywhere from 8.4 to 9.2. And they were all different. And... This one is just consistently 7.3. Yeah. For this past one, 7.2. So I I am pretty convinced that uh oh, you said Saruman, not Sauron. I got that confused earlier about the wizard. Oh. Um, <laughs> yes. 
Uh, that's why I said it better not be Saruman because I thought it was the Sauron. <laughs> I thought you said Sauron. Um, I really think um, the guy with Galadriel is uh, Sauron. I'm pretty convinced of that after this. You think episode. he's Sauron? Yes. Oh. Okay. So, because there was a whole spiel when they were locked in the dungeon about how, like, when they were talking about, like, why she was there or whatever. And he was talking about, I don't remember exactly how it went, but along the lines of, like, you figure out what people want and you, like, give them the solution to it and you control it, and which is what the rings of powers are. Oh, like, sorry. I was thinking of the uh, Numenor, like, captain guy and i was no, like no, does no, that no. work but you talk you talk about the guy that she was shipwrecked with and it was in the yeah okay. discount aragorn yes so i i am i'm fairly convinced he's Sauron. you don't think he's the king the lost king or whatever uh yeah you could describe him as the lost king oh okay but i think i think it's sauron okay uh, this is, I feel like this is, this part of the show is good because I could say, as with all these episodes, like, yeah, it was good. And then I can ask Brandon all the nerdy questions. Um, so I know Mithril is like an elven thing and like, it's what stops Frodo from being stabbed by the giant troll in when they go to Casa Dune. Um, and he's fine. And it's like super lightweight, but the dwarves discover it. Is that like have have the elves already discovered it and are they already using it? Or is that the first no. time that we've seen Mithril in the Yeah, show? so that's the or first the time that place. anyone's discovered Mithril. And I'm pretty sure that the dwarves are the ones that are supposed to discover it in the in the Silmarillion. Um I'm not like a hundred percent. I'd I'd say I'm eighty percent sure about that. Um and then they usually like sell it to like the like whoever's can afford right because it is extremely difficult to mine like they were talking about like the mountain does not like to get rid of those things Uh um so they did a pretty good job with that um it's never described as glowing so that was a little interesting um i didn't hate it but um yeah it was it was pretty fun Uh, i thought that the the scenes with the dwarves that felt it felt better i was a little iffy on like how they were like portraying them just like they seemed very dopey <laughs> um in the first time like the first episode we were introduced to them and i wasn't a huge fan of it but like this episode portrayed them in a much better light yeah i i would say well i guess here's a question for you guys and brandon i think I kind of know your answer Um, between the storylines we have with the Harfoot uh, Galadriel and Numenor uh, Arondir and the, uh, the the townspeople with the orcs and are those all the storylines, the Harfoot's Galadriel and Arondir. It's pretty much it, right? Yeah, I think which one are you, most interested in <laughs> for me um brandon for you i'm gonna guess it's galadriel arondir 
and then a thousand other things, and then the Harfoots. For me, it's I think that is. Or it's, wait, the dwarves. I forgot about the dwarves. Wow. You, you, I think you'd mentioned the, the first pass. Okay. Yeah. So there, so there are four. There. It's the dwarves, Galadriel, Arondir, Harfoots. For me, I think it's the dwarves with Elrond. Is like I'm most interested in that. Then Galadriel, then Arondir, and the orcs. Uh, just because nothing really seems to be happening there. Like they're running away from orcs, and the orcs are mean, and that's really it. Um, I don't know. I think I I might put the Harfoots in in front of them because uh, the Harfoot. Like I we're trying to figure out what's going on with the Meteor Man. Like I'm more interested in that than whatever. Like this kid has the hilt of the sword, which is like yeah, that's that's bad. You know, <laughs> I I know that that's bad. And there you go. That's. All, that's all I feel like I really need to know for I, that. I, I have a I have a tough time r- ranking them. I don't know. I think uh, Galadriel, like she just annoys me. <laughs> like she's just so annoying yes. to me. Yeah. Like <laughs> I don't know. Like uh, that's like probably my least favorite, just because like I'm like, can we just cut to somebody else? Like. <laughs> She's like she's like a thousand years old and has the temper tantrum of like a five year old. That and it's just she's just not very like I just don't think also the actor is very good. Like it's just I feel like she's supposed to be pretty. Maybe not. Maybe she's not supposed to be charismatic, but it's just like I just don't see it at all. I don't she know. She is in the book. Yeah, so I don't know. That's that's my biggest complaint. Is just I don't know. She's just really annoying to me. Which I don't know if that's bogus or not, but <laughs> I that's, that's how I, I don't really. I mean, I don't really have a problem with the actor or really how she's playing the character. I feel like um, I think the reason that I am more interested in that storyline besides the dwarves is just because, like, it's the most. There's the most stuff happening. Um, yeah, like, I do. I do really enjoy the Halbrand stuff, and then also the the captain, whatever his name is, yeah. with the kids. Yeah. yeah, I think I think there's a lot of interesting things happening there. Do you guys but, know who Asildor yeah. is? Yeah, he's the, the his kid, the king that kills or cuts off Sauron's fingies with the ring. Yes. Okay, I just want to. That's why that. I was a little confused. I didn't know that. Yeah, because like he mentioned that. And he goes, you know, he's just like, oh, my son, a shielder. And I was like, wait, is that the same guy? Because yeah. how did he all of a, become the king if he's just like, he can't even cut it as a soldier or a shipman in the Navy yeah, in this completely different kingdom? Yeah, so the Numenor, like they live like a very long time, like much longer than like. I think it goes like age, like like who dies first. Like elves live the longest, um, and then Numenorians, and then dwarves, and then man, and then hobbits. Um, so like it's not like super weird that he's like alive now, like before, like the events of Lord of the Rings. All right, that's good to know, I guess. Yeah. So I guess back to ranking. I don't know. 
It's pretty tough. I think they're pretty equal. I enjoy the dwarves side of it. I really enjoy the the couple. Them two are so good together. Yeah. Um, I'm so about names, so I don't know any I other names. I remember Durin. I don't remember the wife. Yeah, him, him and his wife. I I, th- I really enjoy them as a pairing. Um, so I really enjoy them and they're like whenever they're on screen. Elrond, that's the elf guy, right? Yeah, yeah. Who is? Yeah, he also kind of is uh, to me. Who is uh, eh. Arwen's dad or Eowyn? They're why are they so similar? Um, which one is which? Because Tolkien, uh, Eowyn is the blonde female that uh, stabs one of the, the um, wraiths yeah. at the yeah, and then and Arwen is the Arwen elf is the elf who's, who marries Aragorn. Yes, got it. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it is. It's also confusing because you see more of Eowyn, but Arwen is the one who like actually marries Aragorn. It's it's a lot. Yeah. So um it's hard to say what my favorite is. I can tell you what my least favorite is. And that about sums up my experience with Rings of Power so far. <laughs> Man, brutal. Do you think you're going to watch, if there's a second season, do you think you're going to watch it? Like, just ba- if if this all goes, uh, like, if, if this all just kind of continues how it's been, do you think you're going to uh, watch if there's a second season? Uh if it doesn't get better, probably not. I will say, so right now, there are so many things coming out, um, just like in terms of shows and everything. And I, me and Kenzie are watching. Uh, so we started and, and it was, we needed to watch Rings of Power and House of the Dragon every week. Now, Handmaid's Tale is releasing again. So so now we're at Rings of Power, uh, House of the Dragon, Handmaid's Tale. Also, uh, we watch The Bachelorette, and that happens each week. So we have four shows, um, and or Dang. the Star Wars show is premiering on Wednesday. So for me, like I'm going to watch that. Uh, She-Hulk is also something that I've kind of enjoyed. Like It's kind of fun. I know people hate it, but I like it. So... I'm up to six shows a week. Um, and of the four, like Handmaid's Tale, House of the Dragon, uh, Lord of the Rings, Bachelor of Account, that's a different thing. But of, of those three, I would say I'm least interested in the Rings of Power. Um, and we haven't, I haven't seen the new season of Handmaid's Tale yet or those new episodes. So I, that may be wrong, but. This is the show that, like, if we had to drop something from the list, I think we might drop this one. But at the same time, like, I'm still, I still am interested and I want to see what's going on because just visually, it's really cool. True. That's a lot. <laughs> Dude, I'm just so shook that you hate the Harfus so much. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I don't need to harp on that anymore. Um, (laughs) so I got to get going. Uh, so 
let's end this episode by saying our name and if we think that um, Alicent Hightower, the queen, will be alive by the end of the season. My name is Brandon, and I think she is definitely going to be alive. I'm Kyle, and yeah, I agree. I think alive. I'm Davis, and just to make it interesting, I think she'll be dead. Good talking That's to you guys. all, folks. <laughs> Join our Patreon. <laughs> yeah, if I can figure that out. <laughs> if you're if you're able to join our Patreon. We're talking to you, one of five people. Yeah. <laughs> they right, should just up. automatically be founders at this point. <laughs> Give them yeah. the ultimate tier. They deserve it. Alright, alright, I will. <laughs> Dollar a month. It's your <laughs> NFT. Oh, wow. And the title of least optional opinion. <laughs> Yeah, if you uh, if you do a dollar a month, we'll give you an NFT, and you get to pick our next movie. Oh. <laughs> Guys, there's so many Whoa. movies coming out that I'm interested in. We could, I could probably spend another like hour talking about that, but none of us have. The well, so. no, I gotta get going. So, bye bye. <laughs> See you guys. All right, peace out. <laughs>